Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, you're listening to Foreplay Radio Sex Therapy with sex therapist Lori Watson and couples therapist Dr. Adam Matthews. And today we're going to talk about sexy getaways, why to do this and how to do this and what to do as if they didn't know already yeah. on a sexy romantic getaway. Let's clarify what we're talking about okay. maybe too, because we're talking about, to me, the point of this is maybe to rekindle some things that were lost. I mean, obviously you can take a sexy getaway whenever. Boost the sex life. Just to boost the sex life. But that's maybe either rekindling, getting some newness, some freshness involved in it, taking it to another level. But we're talking about where it's specifically useful, where you're intentionally going away to be together, to be intimate with each other, and to have sex. Yes. And I think couples should do this four times a year, like quarterly. Okay. They should get away, get out of their master bedroom. And get to a hotel room or to a vacation spot. I'm not saying it has to be expensive. Right. But every quarter they should step out of their house and out of their roles, you know, and really focus on them as a couple. Yeah. What are, what are the advantages, do you think, to that? Especially, I mean, four times, four times a sex. year. Wild sex. <laughs> yes. Adam. Yes. Adam. Wild it sex. reminds me when I was, um, we were going away for our anniversary night. And my kids were old enough, you know, they were totally old yeah. enough. And they're like, Mom, Dad, what are you guys going to do? And I'm like, uh, you know, it was on the tip of, you know, of course, you got to be PG with your children. But I would like thinking in my head, well, when the screaming stops, you know, you know, we're going to go out to dinner. No, I was, I was just like, I said something benign, like, well, yeah. we're just going to have time, you know, it's mommy and mommy, daddy, daddy time. time. Right, yeah. right. But hopefully, you know, you're away from the kids and away from that mm-hmm. mom and pop role. And, you know, you're back to the two of you. Yeah. The times where it it was more freeing, you didn't have to, not as much stress, you know, not right. having to worry about. A kid walking, kid walking in on in you or, or having ringing. enough time or, you know, having to run off and go do something and take yeah. the kids to soccer and get the schoolwork done and the house clean. I mean, yeah. I, I would say especially for women because we are such multitaskers, having sex in your own home is much harder. Mm. You know, because you look around and you're like, oh, I gotta, 
either I got to get up and attend to the children or I got to do the laundry. Whereas I think men can say, oh, you know, the children are just fine. Yeah. You know, they can really compartmentalize and focus on sex often in their own home. And I just think women don't do it as well. Sure. But I also think the, the getaway for from the a man's point of view is going to be something that they are when you're when you're going away specifically for newness in your sex life or specifically to yeah, have wild sex. Yeah, all about it. <laughs> like, they're going to, we're going to take you place, like, like we'll spend money on that, is what I'm saying. <laughs> like, that is, we'll open up, like, that will be not a problem. Yeah. Right? And right. so, like, the attention, too. Like, I think for men, like, being able to focus on, focus in, there's lots of things going on, being able to leave work behind. Just leave it all behind. I think it's probably useful for women as well, but like you're saying, but so not being too stereotypical. Both people but leave it all behind. Leave it all behind and kind of yeah. move into that. And mm. again, like we've said before, maybe a no phone zone. I mean, like, mm. can't they just give the hotel name and number to the babysitter and just leave the phones in the car and maybe sneak out Check every four hours? Yeah. You know, could they leave their phone for every four hours? I I think you know I've heard this story once a couple planned this it was going to be a big deal and she went into the shower and got all dolled up came out in her lingerie and he was on the phone mm. you know and it was just like this killer what a letdown, yeah. i mean he was like but i was hanging up and it was like yeah but she she wanted that moment you know she mm. comes out she's all ready she wants to see his delight you yeah. know and his big you know expression on his face and he's looking at the phone Mm. You know, not really ready to receive that. And I was just like, what a which, bummer. Oh yeah, which would be the whole point of the getaway in the first place yeah. is to be able to fully see each other God, and recognize put your phone that. Down. Yeah. And women, put your phone down. Yeah. And I think, you know, one of the things that's interesting for me is the usefulness of this, specifically for couples that where there's been difficulty sexually, mm-hmm. where either it started to be less frequent or it started to be more boring, mundane, um, repetitive, and being able to bring some new life into your sexual relationship that wasn't there before, this can really be um, super helpful. Wouldn't you agree that that, this is uh, like, I mean, I I know that you do this specifically with clients, right? So you would send them away when that's happening. You know, I I think that there is mundane sex in long-term partnership or marriage. I mean, when you're raising kids and you're exhausted and there's not much time, I mean, some of sex is stress relief and Mm. it's scratching the itch and it's quickies and it's there's not that much time and energy yeah to go around and so you know i think if you have a once a quarter to look forward to when you're off and it's going to be romantic mm. and seductive it's like you can put up with some boring sex knowing that the great stuff is coming yeah i think that's really and you're going to take time out for that great stuff well, let's say more about that because the the idea of looking forward to something of having a time where you know that it's just going to be you and your partner like that seems to me that it would cover a multitude of sins so to speak it would cover Mm -hmm. it would cover a lot and be able to help you get through not just boring sex but just life in general right like the difficulties the stress of life yeah and i think sexually we need something to look forward to it's like this is it yeah you know i i think that's one of the things i ask couples all the time even women with low libido Hmm. i ask them okay is the sex sexy yeah. You know, is it is it the sex worth having? You know, because no, you know, it's just like pull down the sheets, get in bed, you know, have sex, wash up, pull down the sheets, get back in bed. It's like if it's that mundane, who's really going to want to do it? Yeah. You know, there's got to be some change and something else. And I I would say, you know, number 
I think it's the number two fantasy of women is the romantic place. Mm. Like they are fantasizing about the location that they're going to have sex in. Whereas I I don't think men fantasize about that. I don't don't Mm. think so. Well, they fantasize well, I mean, maybe, about an exciting like, place, an right? Exciting place, yeah. A risky sort of exciting place, but it's not the romantic setting so much. Yeah. Well, and that leads me too to think like, if you're going to do this, like, do it right, right? Ooh, yeah. I mean, would you agree? Like, Ooh, yeah. Spend money. I'm like, liking n- this. Nobody, <laughs> nobody wants to have sex in a Motel Six. Like, right. like, I mean, I think this is something right. that like. No cheap hotels. No cheap hotels, like. I mean, that seems to be like you're setting the scene, like, yeah. and, and set it well. And I know not everybody can go to super fancy hotels, but I don't. I think there's ways for you to do that. That is, and there's that, discount places like mm-hmm. you know on the web. There's those apps that you can basically say, you know, I want a three star, four star hotel, but I want it in this area at this price point, and they'll mm-hmm. find you something like that. That's a nice place. Yeah. But okay, something you're saying though, I know there's men out there that are going to be saying, yeah, see, I gotta spend money on her to get her to have sex with me. And they're going to feel resentful about that. They're going to say, see, a woman, she needs to be bought in order to have sex. Well, that's what just, do you feel about that? I just don't feel like that's the point at all. Like, <laughs> I mean, am I, like you? I, guess, I really do like you. <laughs> I mean, I, I understand that criticism. I can see like why men might feel that way when they're not talking to their spouse or they don't, un, their partner, or they don't understand what that is. They need to go back, rewind this about 30 to 40 seconds and listen again to what you said before that it is helping to fulfill a fantasy of your partners mm-hmm. like and it is helping to set the mood and it is helping to do something that really kind of is, is uplifting and and it's not it's meeting right. a, it's I meeting think it's a, a need, priority right? yeah it's I'm a, saying I am willing to spend time energy and money on you yes you know like you are top of my list I mean think about how men spend money on gadgets that's what I was just electronics yeah you yeah. know, or golf or, or, you know, all these other things. Yeah. I think that's a common thing that you look at and saying, well, you just spent $700, $800 on a new tech toy and you're not willing to spend that on a, a weekend. getaway, a weekend. A weekend. And so I think it... And you don't need to spend that much. No, 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 not at all. But it, it communicates something. It's mm-hmm. sending a message and it's saying to your partner that, that she's number one. It's and carving that she's out a time, right? right? It's saying this is really important. You are important to me, and yeah. and our sex life is important to me, and let's let's go spend some romantic quality time together. Yeah. I'd also say, I mean, and maybe we, we were too sexist when we were saying, you know, the man would feel that way. I mean, I think certainly women. I have a lot of female patients who say, oh, I don't want to spend any money on that. They're too practical. Yeah. Right. They prioritize practical things rather than relational things. You know, yeah. gotta do the list. Gotta get everything done. Got to get the laundry done, you know, the house perfect, work has to be finished, my emails answered, all these things that they put ahead of their relationship and their sex life and their romantic partner. Yeah, and I was just about to say, because I do think we want to be careful. I mean, this is just typical of what we're seeing. We're talking about, I mean, it could go both ways. But one of the things that I have seen, and I have seen it primarily with women, a couple couples that I've had where the woman did not want to leave the kids. Like mm-hmm. she was really anxious about leaving the kids and didn't want to be right. be alone. And I think that sends a message as well. It's saying that our kids are more important than the two of us. Having, yeah. And the women who say, oh, you know, our kids are only little ones. You yeah. know, we have to spend every last single freaking moment with them. I'm like, you know, a marriage just doesn't wait. Yeah. A marriage needs feeding and it needs time. And your children, yes, 
They're important and they absolutely need time and priority. But it's like they will be unsafe relationally if the marriage doesn't last. That's right. You know, if you don't strengthen the boughs of the tree, guess what? The cradle falls down. And I think, too, like the there are going to be a time, hopefully, I hope you want this for your children, that they eventually will no longer live with you. Right. Yes. And when that time comes, you want your relationship with your spouse to still be solid and for you to have things to do. If it's all about your kids from the time they're born to the time they leave their house, then there is going to be an emptiness in your relationship that's going to emerge as soon as those kids are out the door. Right. And the real gift we give our children is an emotionally intimate relationship lived out in front of them. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I think it's super important. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Well, let's come back in a little bit. You're listening to Play Radio Sex Therapy with sex therapist Lori Watson and Dr. Adam Matthews. Wanting Sex Again, How to Rediscover Desire and Heal a Sexless Marriage by Certified Sex Therapist Lori Watson. Each chapter is designed to fix one of the problems that cause low libido from early marriage through the childbearing years, even all the way through menopause. I've also had men read it and tell me that for them it was the most hopeful thing they read about resolving sexual problems. Look for Wanting Sex Again on Amazon.com. You can also talk to Lori Watson for therapy in person or via Skype. I offer couples counseling and sex therapy and I think about both aspects of the relationship, emotional intimacy and sexual technique and that combination together helps marriages be happy. Improve your sex and improve your relationship with Awakening Center for Couples and Intimacy. Find out more at awakenloveandsex.com and sign up for their next couples retreat weekend hosted by Lori Watson. awakenloveandsex.com. Awaken what's possible. We're back with Radio Sex Therapy with your host, Lori Watson, sex therapist and author of Wanting Sex Again, and my co-host, Dr. Adam Matthews, couple therapist, with his new website, right? What's your new website? MatthewsCounseling.org. Ooh, love that. Uh, You can find us there. You can find Dr. Adam Matthews there, and he does Skype counseling, right? I do Skype counseling, internet therapy. We see clients in our office as well, and yeah, come on. Cool new logo and website. That's right. Well, we're talking today about a sexy getaway and what to do and how to do it and why you should do it. And the second half, we'd like to talk a little bit about some tips to make it hot and yeah. to help the couple. Yeah, because you want to be intentional about these weekends, right? I mean, you, you want to you want to go in. Obviously, you know, you want to have sex, right? Yes. And there are things that we can do to kind of make sure the weekend lives up to our expectations. Right. You exactly. Agree? I agree. What are some of those things that you? <laughs> okay, so <laughs> you number tell me. one. Do this. And I vote do this four times a year, even if it's just one overnight. You know, I always ask women who are too tired for sex. It's like, okay, if you had to go away at four o'clock in the afternoon and you got a hotel room and somebody was taking care of the kids or you escaped work and you got to go and take a very long nap and a very long bath and meet your partner downstairs for drinks and appetizers 
and then go up and have wild sex, and you get to spend the night, and he goes home and takes care of the children or relieves the babysitter or whatever, and you sleep all day the next day, would you want, really want to have wild sex? And I have never, ever talk to a woman who doesn't say, oh my gosh, yes, I would love that. <laughs> you know, I had some doctors come over to visit this week, some gynecologists, and they're like, we need to hold out more with our husbands so that we get that wild weekend. <laughs> so four times a year, at least an overnight. So that takes some, that's I mean, the that, first one. that takes some planning too, planning, right? So yeah. we need to take, be able to put it in the calendar, go ahead, schedule it is what yeah, you're saying. Quarterly, you get it quarterly, done. Over, overnight, at least one night. Hmm. Then I think you got to pack up, right? You got to pack up the lubricant and hmm. the, the sex costume and the vibrator and the sex toys. And yeah. I mean, the, the sex book that you have never, you know, meant to read and never did. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to pack those things up and really be intentional about that. Yeah. Know what you're going to do is what I sound. I mean, that, that just sounds like being prepared. I, I think so too. And so I get so much resistance on this. People are yeah. like, Oh, I just feel so staged. It, it doesn't feel natural. I'm like, Oh, you know, it's, it's supposed to be sexy. It's supposed yeah. to, you know, why would you not go away with the intention of having sex? And this one kills me, is when people go away on weekends or vacations and they don't have sex. Yeah. It's like, isn't, the, I mean, that's the hottest sex of your life is on vacation. Yeah. I mean, and you're recreating a lot of, like, a lot of things that happened in, in your youth as well, in the beginning yeah. of your relationship, right? And that's a way to re reconnect with that. So, yeah, plan, be prepared. And I, I read something on the web, and I'm sorry, uh, whoever wrote this, it was such great advice, and forgive me for not quoting you, I, I didn't get this down, but they said you should have just-in-case sex. Like, when you get to the hotel, you should have sex right then. Just in, <laughs> just case, in case you something get happens. sick or food poisoning <laughs> or you get too tired or you drink too much or something, yeah. you know, like, you should have sex right away, right. just in just, case. Just in case. I, I knew this one couple, and they had sex, like, before they left their house. Yeah, you know, the children would be at the babysitters, and before they went on the weekend, they'd have just-in-case sex. <laughs> before before you know? they even got there. You know, right, that's so okay. cool. They're like yeah. riding, they're riding to the beach, they've already had sex, you know, they're yeah. relaxed. The weekend like, is technically already a success. It's already happened, yeah. It's already a success. It's already happened, so that's good. And I think people should bring champagne, or yeah. bring wine, if they're wine drinkers, yeah. or, you know, something to share a bottle in the room so they're relaxed. Yeah. Yeah, you're, that speaks to me of like mood setting as yeah. well. Is that what, is that kind of part? Yeah. Is that part of that? Getting of just relaxed. Like getting relaxed, making sure it's a, the the environment is what mm-hmm. what you want it to be. That's mm-hmm. going to really make it make it a positive experience for you. I think so too. Yeah. And and definitely the no phone zone, like yeah. we talked about. Putting that down. I I think that if you're going away for a whole weekend and maybe you don't get to get away so often, so you want to do something. You know, maybe make it half and half, like half active and half relaxed time. So Mm -hmm. maybe to me, like my ideal would be go for a hike in the morning, you know, a long, vigorous hike, Mm -hmm. get the blood going and then spend the second half of the day in the spa. Yeah. You know, so you get your back rubs and relax in the sauna and do all that so that you're really relaxed and have sex in between maybe. Yeah. And this that really speaks to me like not going somewhere where you're going to want to sightsee all day. Like, I agree. I, I mean, that's, I this, agree. these are not, let's be no, clear. No, these are romantic honeymoons. getaways. Yeah. You know, little, little mini honeymoons. Yeah. So we're not going to like some ruins that we're going to like explore all day. We're not going to search the catacombs. Yeah, not a vacation. It's not a vacation. This yeah. is a couple time away. Yeah. And I think, I wonder, what do you think, 
the resistance is. There is, there seems to be some resistance to even saying that, that this is going to be a sex vacation or a, a, a sex retreat, a sex getaway. Right. Like what's the resi- what do you think is the resistance or oh, what is gosh. difficult for couples to just I say that that's I've what it's going to be? Every, if you think you've heard every excuse in the book, I have truly heard every <laughs> excuse in the book. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I, I think it's uh, um, the intention makes people nervous, mm. you know, especially the lower desire partner. They're like, oh, that's such an expectation. But I think this is a way that they can give mm. to their partner. You know, they can designate this time as like, I will, you know, meet your, meet your needs, yeah. you know, definitely meet your needs and we will just be bunnies. And it, it's like, it's something I, I think the low desire partner is worried that feeding that will make their partner want even more. Mm. And, and I think that high desire partners can be satisfied mm. and they need to express satisfaction. Like that was terrific. Yeah. Not well. Next time we go, let's do this, and we should do it six more times. And yeah, it's not time to you know, critique. It's not time to critique, yeah. and it's not time to offer up how it could have been better. It's mm-hmm. like just say, "Baby, that was great." Yeah. Well, and I think that that speaks to something we were talking about earlier too. That I want to emphasize is just the idea that you are able to look forward to this, right? It speaks to the kind of the concern of the lower desire partner that their partner is just going to be insatiable afterwards. Yeah. Right. But what yeah. we're saying is that these type of getaways can really be something to kind of boost more, just morale and just be able to say, as, give us some kind of hope to look forward to, mm-hmm. you know, going forward. So I think that's what that's speaking to that as well. Yeah. I mean, concentrated talking time, connecting time and mm-hmm. sex time. Yeah. Right. I mean, that is a formula for happiness. Yeah. And just looking forward to a quarterly event like that, I think, would make many, many, many people feel like life was special or going to be special yeah. while they're yeah. living out some difficult times or just the, the boring existence of the day to day grind, yeah. you know, that can be tough. Yeah. yeah. Sex is a holiday. Yeah. What do you feel like are the discussions that kind of lead up to this between, uh, between like how do you propose this? Yeah. I mean, how, how do you talk about it? But then how do you set expectations for what's going to be happening there? I mean, do you have any tips as far as is what you begin to talk about in regards to the sex getaway? No, I think that certainly talking about expectations is great, but sometimes I find couples talk about it in a limiting sort of way. Mm. You know, it's like, well, I, I hope you don't expect this, or uh, and then one person is already disappointed. Yeah. Um, I mean, I hope that they have an expectation for sex once, mm. you know, and even if it's the just-in-case sex, yeah. you know, at least once. I mean, hopefully they have enough pockets of time during the day that there's, like, at least sex every day. Mm. Uh, that would be, you know, what I would expect. Yeah. You know, maybe it's morning sex and then you're too tired in the evening or, or something. But I mean, so many couples tell me they can't get it together, right? You know, oh, he likes morning, she likes evenings, or you know, it's like, well, you know what? You have morning, noon, and night. evening, yeah. and the middle of the freaking night. So yeah. I mean, you got to find somewhere in there that you can do it. Yeah. Well, and that's part of what freeing up this time is for, right? Is so mm-hmm. that you have your ideal time your ideal time available, mm-hmm. right? And so I, I think even too, just the discussing and like looking forward to it together, like mm-hmm. dreaming about what that time is going to be like together. Yeah, would that's just really, in and of itself. That's right. And that, mm-hmm. that part of that discussion then kind of build, there's a build toward that quarterly, that quarterly retreat. Sexy. Yeah, that anticipation. Yeah. yeah. And I, I would say that that is really how most women fantasize. I mean, if you mm-hmm. talk to women and say, you know, do you fantasize? They'll say no. But if you say, do you anticipate, 
you know, could you anticipate, you know, could you build a fantasy in your mind of what it would be like that would be positive? You know, that kind of helps them get ready. Mm. Uh, that's a great way to do it. Yeah, absolutely. So I like that. It's sort of like looking forward to a vacation, but a particular type of vacation. Yeah. And I would say that the other thing that this can do is, and we've talked about this before, is that well, there's one sense in which emotional intimacy drives physical intimacy, but then there's also the sense that these types of getaways also fuel emotional intimacy. The, the sexual oh, yeah. intimacy fuels the emotional. And so I think there might be a lot of people that said, well, right. we're not dual connected. Agendas. We're, we're dual not, agendas. That's right. right. We're not emotional con- intimacy and physical in- intimacy. I, I wasn't following you. But yeah. Yes. So that, that there may be some people that say, well, we can't do this because we're not connecting emotionally. We say this can be a way to do both, to mm-hmm. do both things, to meet sexual needs and that also fuels emotional connection as well. Yeah, and there was a New York Times article, and maybe I should quote it, but you can find it, just Google it, New York Times questions for lovers. Yeah. And there were like 37 questions of things to ask your current lover, yeah. not about sex, but just about things versus the bills or the kids or the work, yeah. topics that you normally talk about. It was like sort of like, Tell me what happened the summer of your fifth grade year. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Or what was a memory that you had of your mother? You know, what was the worst Christmas you had? It, it was like all kinds of deep things that got progressively more intimate. I yeah. thought that was fabulous. Yeah. That would be a great thing to talk about over room service, like having breakfast in bed and just, just having conversation with time that you mm-hmm. don't always get in your regular everyday mm-hmm. life. Right, right. Yeah. So definitely, I think you're right. Sexual and emotional intimacy, hand in hand on this weekend. I love that. And maybe lots of touching. You know, not just sex, but like long back rubs and foot rubs and, you know, laying together, cuddled up, watching a fire or all that. Yeah. This is a fun weekend. Yeah, we want it to be fun. We want it to be enjoyable. Yeah, (laughs) there's nothing wrong with this. I'm going to give you a gift card for a hotel for you and your wife for Christmas, Adam. Oh, that's nice. All right. All right. I'll do the same. We'll just exchange. We'll just exchange (laughs) hotel gift cards. Okay, make mine really expensive. (laughs) Okay. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. You're listening to Foreplay Radio Sex Therapy with sex therapist Lori Watson and couples therapist Dr. Adam Matthews. Thank you so much for listening. Hey, help us stay on top here at Foreplay. We'd love it if you would subscribe and share it with your friends. And please take one sec and rate and review us. Thanks so much.